The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. Talking Cowboys for the eighth time in 2022. The Dallas Cowboys are victorious this time on a Thanksgiving holiday for the first time since 2018. 28 to 20 over the New York Giants as the Cowboys improve to eight and three and take over sole possession of second place in the NFC East. Welcome into Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company here on this Victory Monday, alongside Patrick Nosey Walker. Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam in the back as always. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. Everybody have a good holiday? Did. Did. How about you guys? It was awesome. So nice. You you feeling all right, man? Yeah, no, I feel like garbage. But outside of that. Not compost. No. Not even recyclable. No, not this is it may be recyclable. Recyclable. Maybe. Okay. Kyle Yomans pops up on the injury report with oh, illness. Illness. <laughs> illness. If, man, if there was a questionable tag on the yeah. beat writers and the reporters <laughs> of the Dallas Cowboys. Questionable or doubtful? I'd be questionable. Sounded like you were doubtful before we went Doubtful live. on Sunday. Uh, I had a game on Saturday, mm. and you could ask Heckma Harrison about this because we did it. Did the, the North Texas and Rice game together, and I legitimately could barely stand that morning. Oh, Got there, got goodness. it done, made it work. Oh, well, I'm yeah, it. yeah that was doubtful. And uh, I've never used – so peek behind the curtain for broadcasters. There's a cough button uh-huh. that you have to use yep. to in order to, like, mask and mute it. How many times Dude, I have never used a cough button so much in my Mashing life. Thing, it was Morse code. Yeah. There was more – I was probably muted hey. more time than I was talking in that broadcast. Wow. Yeah. Hey, fun fact, I used to know Morse code. Really? I you, used to. Why? I definitely forgot it. Yeah, you've forgotten since Because my mom wouldn't let me go to the hood middle school. That was a couple blocks from the okay. house. So her and the rest of the moms in the hood sent me and my boys up to a school all the way up on Queen Anne Hill in Seattle, the uh-huh. bougie, bougie area of Seattle. And we had, in order to pass middle school, in order to graduate middle school, you had to do Morse code. Are you serious? I promise you. So wow. your, your school was teaching you Morse code. Mine was teaching me the G code. Those two, <laughs> two different types of codes were going on. Well, the G code was learning. Daily. I was going, yeah, two different types. <laughs> I of thought codes you were going to say it was on. some Bill Belichick thing from back in the day. Mm-mm. No. All right, but let's go through it. Cowboys win twenty-eight to twenty over the New York Giants. Take over second place in the NFC East. Ezekiel Elliott with ninety-two yards on the ground. Tony Pollard with sixty, but it was Dak Prescott and the tight ends. That uh, mm-hmm. that took the took center stage. Twenty one of thirty passing for Dak. Two sixty one, two touchdowns. He had a couple interceptions early in the game, uh, but then he found Dalton Schultz a couple times, Jake Ferguson a couple times, and CD Lamb up over a hundred yards receiving as well. What were your thoughts overall, Isaiah? Overall, I thought it was a good victory. Um, nothing crazy. 
Nothing crazy. I think the offense finally started getting getting their little groove back. Uh, that was that was exciting to see. And I think defensively, they did a pretty doggone good job against the run. So I was happy. Second straight week that the Cowboys defense has shown up uh, against one of the top five, top three, if you're talking about Saquon and, and Dalvin Cook, top three, arguably, uh, halfbacks in the game. And not so coincidentally, they won both of those outings. So one thing that we were harping on coming out of the Minnesota victory was consistency, consistency, consistency. Can we see that from, you know, all three phases of the Cowboys? Offensively, still a couple hiccups, right? Yep. Still, still a couple miscues. Uh, they're in the interceptions came from. But uh, they showed me a lot from the, the aspect of run defense. And keep in mind, they were able to keep Saquon Barkley to, what, 39 yards on 11 carries without Jonathan Hankins uh, on the field who was out with an illness. He was inactive with an illness. So, yeah, saw some consistency in the run defense. That was great. Does it take away the fact that they were going up against multiple backups? I mean, this is a, a New York Giants offensive front that was missing three of their five normal starters and four guys that had at least started one game. I don't care. This season. Doesn't matter? I don't care. Those guys get backups get paid too. Yeah, but it's not the same in terms of trying to. Terrence Steele was a backup at one point. So you're saying that if, if the. He was a. Uh, yeah. He started yes. 13 he, games he, as fresh as his rookie season. But was he the starter? No. No. No, right. he wasn't. Backups get paid as well. Backups can become starters if they step in and step up. Sure. And I don't feel badly for the opposition's backups not stepping up and, and playing to the caliber of – now, I get what you're saying. There's there's levels to this, right? There's difference between all pro and a backup. That's fair. That's completely true. That's just science. That's just what it is. But my point being, if the Cowboys had lost this game to backups – Right then, everybody be like, "Oh, how do you? How do you? How do you? How do you?" Yeah. But they win this game, and then there are people out there saying, "Oh, well, you beat a bunch of backups." Hashtag keep that energy. Well, that's not what I'm necessarily no, not saying. You. I'm, I'm, I'm talking more so on the confidence level because, yeah, they did shut down Saquon Barkley. Eleven carries, thirty-nine yards. That's three and a half yards per pop. He had the one-yard touchdown run that was set up by the big play to Darius Slayton. So he didn't have the numbers that a Saquon Barkley should have. But you, you did it against Minnesota, which was great. Mm-hmm. That was full-blown, you shut down Dalvin Cook to the most, or at least limited Dalvin Cook for the most part. That was a, a big confidence boost for the run defense. I don't know if this one has that same kind of jolt. No, it, it doesn't have the same energy uh, as far as the explosiveness behind the feeling of the victory. So you go into Minnesota and you beat an 8-1 and one Minnesota team you know, with a healthy Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson, and they're, they're rolling. Eight in a row going yeah. into that game. That's not what this was on Thanksgiving. So to your point, it's not equivalent. However, it's still a meaningful win. It's not something that you will pop bottles over. You shouldn't be popping bottles anyway because it's still the regular <laughs> season. Um, but it, it doesn't carry the same sense of wonderment mm-hmm. as what happened in Minnesota. But it still matters in such a way because even though you – the stats are not going to show that they were backups. The stats are going to show that you beat a divisional rival. The stats are going to show that you swept a divisional rival. A playoff team a playoff, right now. A playoff team right now, and that you're only one and a half, one and a half behind Philly? Right two, 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 two right behind now. Philly. So, I mean, the stats are going to show and the, the standings are going to show that you handled business, and that's basically what it is, Isaiah. They handled business. They shocked the world, for the most part, in Minnesota, but they simply handled business against New York, which is what they were supposed to do. Yeah, that's that last statement. They did what they were supposed to do. I'm, I mean, nothing amazing here. They, they, the team was beat up. They can only, they can only play the team that shows up. So they took right. care of business. There you go. 
Yeah. I, I think it's a it's at least some somewhat of a conversation to to be had about the the defense and what they were able to do. Because at least going back, and I know Isaiah, you've watched the film by this point too. Yeah. But I I was really impressed with Leighton Vander Esch and Demarcus oh, yes. Lawrence. I thought those two guys, some of the savvy vets of that defense, came up and stepped up big. I, I want to talk about Leighton for a second here because I don't think he gets as much credit as he needs to. Okay. How much credit is he deserving of because of the way this defense has been playing and the fact that he's the one that's right in the middle of it all? I can't speak to him just particularly. I think that he's having more opportunities this year to make plays because the front the, the front four is playing better. Yeah. So, I mean, I think linebackers are usually – uh, products of the guys that are in front of them. Mm-hmm. So I think that with the stress that he's under this year, um, the the lack thereof extension of his contract, all those kind of things, I think that he is trying to make a case for why he should remain Play at the chip. Yep, yeah. absolutely. I, I, I've said it all season, and obviously there have been some some valleys in his, his mountain range as far as the totality of his season thus far, but there have been far more peaks than valleys. And, and I, I keep saying it, I tweeted i put it in you know articles our lve is having a resurgent season rather mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen rather you like to admit it or not because you know you came into the season and you were standing on a particular hill when it came to Leighton van der Esch, and that hill basically said oh well he's not what he was when he was a pro bowl rookie and and at that point going into training camp that was justifiable i understand but you you can't now look at the film through what's about to be november as we look forward to december and justifiably say that LVE is not having one of the better seasons for as, as a Cowboys defensive player. He just absolutely is. Uh, and he was critical in helping the Cowboys to handle their business against the New York Giants, critical in helping the Cowboys to upset the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, because even if you look at the Giants, yeah, they were playing backups, Kyle, but uh, on the film shows there were still lanes every once in a while that were being opened. Uh, for Saquon Barkley, but those linebackers for the Cowboys, they were in those lanes. They were filling those lanes. They were setting those edges. Saquon, when he couldn't get the A and B, he tried to take the C and the D and the E, and he couldn't get those those letters either, yeah. right? So, shouts out to LVE and, and Damone Clark as well. 46 snaps uh, on Thanksgiving, third 40-plus snap game in his four-game NFL career, and he was the kid was flying around, and he's taking yeah. his cues from a veteran like LVE. So the linebacker core is starting to come alive, and Anthony Barr is not even back yet. No, I think Damone's been great at, at times. Uh, he's he's had some good plays throughout. There are a couple times when his reads were off. His awareness. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. That hasn't had training hasn't camp. Hasn't had a play, uh, a ton of playing time, ton of practice time. Or training camp. I There's a lot of excitement still for what Damone's going to bring. Oh, yes. He's not there yet. He's not there yet, but he's still making plays. And, and that's a good thing is that when he's not to where you want him to be, but he's still making an impact, that's a huge plus for this defense, especially when you've got guys around him. Uh, what did you think about the secondary when you went back and looked at it and how they played against New York? Anthony Brown, Trayvon Diggs. Diggs didn't barely got targeted in that yeah, game. Yeah, they're not they're not throwing the ball his way. Um, again, if, I felt like this game was very vanilla. Honestly, well, I want you to make it not vanilla for me, yeah, Isaiah. I, mean, I need I you to I need you to give me something here. I really ain't got much, man. I mean, it, it wasn't they didn't they weren't really a threat, and this this offense of the Giants wasn't really a threat. Why weren't they a threat? This is a that was a seven yeah. and three team going in. Yeah, I get that's it. somewhat I mean, of records, a threat. I mean, again, that's analytics stats, all that jazz. I mean, they, that's a, that's a record. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, all, all teams aren't the same. So records are 
you know, are dictated based upon who you're who you have opportunity to play against. So mm-hmm. um, their record against Dallas is 0-2. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the facts. And then Dallas is just – the records were the same. I said this on a pregame show. Records were the same, but these are not two of the same teams. Yeah. It's just not even – they're not even in the same realm, same ballpark. I think what Coach Dayball is doing over there is an amazing job, patchwork. I mean, mm-hmm. this dude literally was given a broken puzzle, and he's just putting it – you know, piecing it together. He's done a heck of a job with it. I think they're a team that you better have your eye on over the next few years when he has opportunity to start getting his guys in there. Um, but as of right now, they're just not on the same level playing field as Dallas. So what these guys showed offensively, not a whole lot. You know, Dallas has done a good job of, of playing safe defense for the most part. Um, and I mean, you know, what, this, what this front seven is allowing for them to do is, is providing them plenty of opportunities to play really good defense in the secondary they're not being forced to have to guard guys down the field they're not being forced to have to guard you know take big shots down the field they're able to play safe able to play patient and sit there and watch their guys up front eat and then when the opportunities present themselves they're able to break on plays i'll tell you what uh, isaiah's correct in the aspect of the giants offense mostly being vanilla they don't have the downfield weapons yeah so if you equate vanilla to snow uh cowboys need to stop eating the yellow snow and Mm -hmm. the yellow in the snow is those penalties the penalties yeah. that they continue to commit on defense, the Cowboys did, that extended drives unnecessarily for Daniel Jones and the New York Giants, that's what helped keep them in a game that they should not have been in. I Thanks. mean, the Cowboys should have run away with this game in the yep. first quarter, particularly, especially the second quarter, yeah. if not for those penalties. What are we talking about, 13 penalties? If I'm not mistaken, yeah, 13 penalties for 86 yards. And it, it's not just the penalties, but it's the type of penalty. It's the timing of those penalties as well. Talk about Carlos Watkins, for example. Those Penalties have to be cleaned up, and it, you're not going to beat the better teams in the league. And I'm, I'm eyeing toward the playoffs at the moment. If you're in a game committing 13 penalties, 10 penalties, nine penalties, you're going to have to clean that up because if you're extending drives for Jalen Hurts, if you're extending drives for Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, you're not going to win that game. Yeah, you're just not. So that's the yellow in the snow. Cowboys need to stop peeing in their own snow. <laughs> Right. And and clean that up. And if they clean that up, then they can continue to take care of business as they, you know, kind of eye forward to the AFC South coming up this week. There's a lot of unnecessary <laughs> uh, unnecessary mental images being thrown around don't, don't, in this don't studio eat the yellow today. Snow, yeah, don't do it. Don't tip the of the day. It, I, I like what you're bringing <laughs> up here, though, because if if there was something that wasn't vanilla about this ball game, it was the fact that you were down 13 to seven at halftime. Yeah. I mean, it was the fact that you had two Penalties. turnovers in the first half and you had it. It, it's hard to call it a slow start because you were never down by more than a possession, never down by more than six points. Yeah, I mean, but it still wasn't the same type of. And they were moving the ball. Cowboys were. The yeah. Cowboys are hurting they themselves. Just, there you the go. Cowboys are hurting they, themselves. I mean, this, this they're right. not being outplayed. It's not like they're facing these opponents that have these great schemes against them. Sure. And they're you know they're struggling to try to work their way through that until the second half. You know to hit, you know to no C's point. You know penalties are keeping teams in the game. Yeah. You know Dak's decision making is keeping teams in the game. Um, these are the things that are reoccurring that they they're going to have to find a way to stop them because you can't. Like you already mentioned, you can't have 13 penalties a game and think that you're going to keep winning ball games. It's just you're, you have one of the worst, you know, easiest schedules in the league. That's been talked about. Okay, regardless, you you play who whoever shows up. Mm-hmm. But when you start getting to those games that really matter, this is that that formula doesn't work. And when you start playing teams that matter, Dak, you got to understand the dog on coverage and where you can go with the ball. You can't just be throwing it down the dog on field versus two man 
and thinking that your guys are just going to make plays because they're your guys. So these are things that have to get cleaned up because those same types of plays, those same types of penalties and those characteristics will destroy you and will keep you back home again after a week one matchup in the playoffs. All they got to do is clean that up. And, and what I will say positively as far as the defense is concerned, not only did they set the edges against Saquon Barkley, but they did not allow Daniel Jones to use his legs at all. I, there's one play in particular where I recall Donovan Wilson. <laughs> Daniel Jones, the play was broken. The interior pressure got there. DJ broke out to the left, and he started – his thought process was, I'm going to scramble. I see nothing but green in front of me. I'm, I'm taking this and moving the chains. Donovan Wilson comes streaking across the field, and you could see it in Jones's eyes hmm. when he changed his mind and was like, uh, yeah, this good. isn't going to happen. Yeah, and then ended up being a tackle at the line of scrimmage. So if the Cowboys defense can continue to set the edge and continue flying around like that, not only will they be able to continuously stop the run – from the aspect of a halfback out of the backfield. But these these mobile quarterbacks, and I'm looking at Jalen Hurts, yeah. these mobile quarterbacks will then have much more of a challenge. So take that playbook that you used against Daniel Jones, Dan Quinn, refine it, and get it ready for Philadelphia mm-hmm. in a few weeks. So if you brought up the fact that they're beating themselves and that this has been a problem and it's a compounding problem that you have to be better at. And it's not just penalties. Penalties do play a factor into that. But it's the mistakes. It's the, the interceptions early in the game. It's forcing the ball into a tight window. It's missing a block. I thought Tyler Smith and Tyler Biotish were taken advantage of on Thursday. Oh, yeah, got Those guys had a rough day. Oh, big not, Leonard Williams is back, too. I was about to say, Williams and, and Dexter Lawrence and yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau, not going to make it easy Thibodeau on you. Thibodeau was back there a lot. Yeah, he was, was in the pressures. backfield quite a bit. And credit to New York. They did a great job of scheming it up, up against Biotish and Tyler. They and, fought. And they, and they got some dudes. They fought. Yeah. But they were not very good in that game. Which one worries you more, the 2021 Cowboys and the fact that they beat themselves quite a bit and that was kind of the the early warning signals of what was to come in the wild card round against San Francisco? Or do you feel like you're more confident in that area of the game this time around, this year, in 2022? Penalties, penalties self-inflicted wounds, whatever it, it may be. I'm more confident in, in the 2021 Dallas Cowboys. Last year's. Yeah. Why? Because that offense <laughs> can overcome could you some not, of this adversity. Could you not say the same thing about this defense, though? This defense is more patient. This defense is more solid up front, mm-hmm. I would say, than last year. The penalties, those are decisions. Penalties are decisions. That's a, that is a product of you being lazy. That's a product of you being out of position. That's a product of you having bad hand placement, yeah. technique, all those things. That's where the penalties come in, right? So those are things that are always correctable. The difference is this year they have more playmakers on defense. Okay, last year they made bigger plays on defense. You look at this year, this offense is not as explosive as last year. So the ability to overcome penalties, the ability to overcome turnovers was greater last year than it is this year. So that's why I'm like hesitant. Like, hey, okay, you're winning ball games, you're doing good, but you better clean this mess up because you don't have the same you don't say you don't have the same room for error. As you did last year, at least offensively. Yeah. At least offensively, you don't have the same room for error. Because you have to fight and claw and scratch yeah. your way back into a ball game. Last year, if you get down by 10, 13, whatever it is, okay, you get down like that, you're like, okay, whatever. You're right. Two plays later, we will, you know, we'll, we'll get a touchdown. This year, you don't have that same feeling. You just don't. And, and it's not even just a feeling, it's just a reality. This, def- this offense cannot strike as fast as it did last year. 
So you don't have that room for error. You can't keep putting yourself in these positions. And I'm sure they're working out the kinks, and I'm sure that they feel like they're, like they're in control of the game. So you take more risk when you feel like, okay, we're just that much better. But they better clean it up. What if they get that Odell guy? Would you feel? Any, would, you, would it change your sentiment? No, not until I can see what he does. That's fair. Uh, and that, that is very fair, as a matter of fact. What I would say, though, is – the defense, if we're looking at the Giants game, because that's the most recent one, yep. and it's not the, the first time, nor will it be the last time the defense will have to kind of save the day. No. Um, but the defense continuously deleted errors that the offense made. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. <laughs> right? Hardy Boys. Shout out yep. to the Hardy Boys. Um, but they continuously deleted errors that the Cowboys made. So I would say that, and, and I'm one, I'm real big on, you know, defense does win championships. Um, so... I feel more confident in this version of the Cowboys over the la- over last year's version in the re- aspect of penalties because if for whatever reason they don't get these penalties cleaned up, we talked about it at the top of the show, you're putting yourself in a position to lose in the playoffs mm-hmm. early in the playoffs, but you're also putting yourself – keep it to regular season. You're also keep putting yourself in a position to potentially lose to a team like the Colts and the Jaguars and the Texans. Why? Because you're allowing them to remain in the game, and if you allow them to remain in the game, they're going to still have hope, and the hope mm-hmm. grows. And all of a sudden, one bad call or no call, one bad bounce of the ball, and now you've lost that game, and you mm-hmm. should have won that game. So penalties can come back and bite you. Obviously, um, but this defense, it, it can delete them. Mm-hmm. It can delete them. Um, not This is not me saying you shouldn't be concerned about it because the defense has also shown that if they have a bad day, what if they have a bad day on the day that you're kind of yep. penalty-written? Yep. That game's over. Yep. That game's over. So bottom line, clean it up, clean it up, clean it up. I have a stat line that I want to give on the other side of the break mm. that might change your mind on how you think about this offense right oh, now. Don't tease me. Yes. I, I think it will change your mind. It changed my mind, and it gives me a new perspective okay. moving into the last couple months of the season. We'll talk about it when we come back with more Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. When you build, you start with the foundation, and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savanna. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it. 
forget it and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Live music fans, head to the Star in Frisco on Tuesday, November 29th for a brand new monthly concert series, Sounds of the Star, featuring the country rock band Western Rewind. Woo! Concert tickets and concert kicks off at 7 p.m. There are no tickets because it's free and open to the public. What? For more info, visit thestarinfrisco.com. Did you say free? Free! Free 99, are you out of your mind? Free. <laughs> yeah. Isaiah will be there. He's a big country rock guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What's your favorite rodeo? You country you rock? Go to the rodeo, right? Yeah. My, my wife took me to a concert last night. I was. Oh, who was man. playing? I don't even know. He doesn't even know. You don't yeah. even know. What? You spaced out. Not my style, but you spaced out. I went. I hope she's was not. I hope bombs? for your sake she's, she's not. Listening. No, she's she knows. Listening. She knows. She's she listening. she knows. She you you still have no idea who you saw last night? It was she's like listening. King King Country something. King and Country. It was like a Christian band. Two guys from Australia. And they had, I don't know. Oh, I think it's for King and Country or something. Go. Something I don't know. like that. I got to look it up. Something like that. How do you go to a I'm concert and don't know who's Bro. playing? Bro. Hey, yeah, you spaced out. Yeah, for King and Country. For I got King it. Country. Yeah, you spaced out. Okay. That's what I went to. There you go. Good oh. talk. Were they good? It was um, it was a good show. They weren't memorable, apparently, because he was just apparently, like, oh, yeah, I'm not, just not my style. It's not my style. But I was present. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> like Key and Peel. Present. Supportive. Present. All right. This stat, I'm wondering if it'll change your mind on how you look at this Cowboys I'm not a offense. stat guy, Kyle. I know. However, weeks one through six, mm. so all the way up until the end of the Cooper Rush era. Okay. Okay. Cowboys were ranked 23rd in points, 27th in total yards and in passing yards. Uh-huh. They were 29th, so bottom four mm. on third down. Oh, I don't know where you're going with this. And they were 25th. Yeah, I know where he's going. I do, too. On points per drive. Okay. So in and the 20s and for all of those. In the bottom, 20s. Bottom 10 in the league in every single one of those categories. The and, then, and then, and then, and then, and then. And then. And then. <laughs> following the return of Dak Prescott. Dakota. Back in the rain. I, I mean, First in points, mm-hmm. oh. third in total yards, oh. sixth in passing yards, Keep going. and then they're number one, number one in the NFL mm-hmm. in third down, which they were 29th previously, mm-hmm. and they're first in points per drive. So you're mm. saying Dak matters? He does matter. Okay, that's that's the point you're making. Absolutely. Right? Okay, he completely matters. Still not as explosive as last year. First, third, sixth, first, oh, and no. first. I mean, Still not as it's not as explosive because I would guarantee yards per play I was going to say, probably way different. First this year isn't the same as first last year no. because there was more. No, more there was more. There more was more points. there. Kyle, that's, that's a very However, valid point that you're making there. But we've talked about it before. This defense is so good. Yeah. yeah. Especially when they can stop the run, too, and they can compound the fact that they can pass rush with the best of anybody. Mm-hmm. And then they can stop the run, even at a, a medium rate. Right. All you need is an offense to be... 
capable of making a, a move, until of putting up numbers. Until? Until what? The defense has a bad day. Bad day. Bad day. Sure. And they're entitled to that. But, see, I think, and to Kyle's point, the difference now with Dak being back is that if you eliminate the miscues and minimize the penalties, the offense can now delete defensive errors. Delete, delete, delete. This You couldn't say this in the Cooper Rush era. No, there's this no is, way. That's no, that's see, no shade not, to Cooper, just the way the game plays. I understand you guys' valid points that you're making, okay? However, there's the face. There's, however, there's the face. I am not comparing <laughs> Dak to freaking Cooper. We're not. No, we're not. We're, we're not. talking. Okay. We're, we're, we're no, comparing we're, Dak we're is, to a capable offense. I, I get it. It's, it's not enough. It's not enough with the mistakes that are being made. Let me say it that way. I mean, you're four and one in the game. I don't give a dog on. It's not enough. Should be should be five. It's not enough. With the mistakes that you're making, again, I and people are going to crucify me. That's fine. Yeah, they're going to but they're going to do it regardless. Yeah, they say what they say. I look at things in the light of what is it going to take to get the ring, mm-hmm. not to the playoffs. Sure. Fair. What is it going to take to get through the playoffs Fair. and ultimately get the ring? That is always my perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, along that journey, you have to look at it on a week by week basis. Right. Sure. Okay. And I get that. Okay. I totally get that. But that's not where my mind is. You can't continue to have this offense playing the way it's playing with the turnovers mm-hmm. and think that you're just going to say, oh, our defense is just that good. And, and you're not wrong. And correct me if I um, mis- misqualify what you're saying. What Kyle is saying is, your point is that the offense isn't as, as explosive Correct. as last season. I agree with that. I don't think Kyle disagrees. But yeah, I, I agree with it. For sure. Right. That being said, his point with those stats is that the offense is much more likely and capable to delete an, a defensive yeah. bad day than it was during that stretch of Cooper Rush, which was I, And that. I would totally agree with that. That it, so, so let's build on that. Okay. With that being the foundation. Okay. The trajectory. If that's the right, if that's the trajectory, okay. Cowboys eliminate the miscues on offense. Uh huh. Minimized. I'm, I'm not even asking you to, to delete the penalties altogether. Okay. Now I feel like I'm just asking too much. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a lot. <laughs> but if you just minimize the penalties to three or four a game instead of thirteen, oh. and you cut out the miscues in the receiving game, yeah. This defense is, and this offense, <clears throat> even without Odell Beckham Jr., is closer to 35 points per game than not. Yeah. And that can win you a game if your defense is struggling against the run or whatever the case may be. So that that's all, I, if I'm not mistaken. That's no, kind of what he's saying. That's, that's Two where different I'm offenses. It's the Cooper Rush offense versus the Dak is back and Dak's fighting his wheels in 2022. Mm-hmm. That, this version of the offense, delete the miscues, minimize the penalties. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they can carry. Even, even can with carry. the penalties and the turnovers, they had two, two turnovers against Chicago. They had a couple turnovers against Detroit. They had a turnover against New York, two turnovers against New York, and they still won those games handily. Yeah, they but, were never in trouble in those games. I'm not ta- I'm not yeah. comparing New York, Chicago, and Detroit to a Super Bowl caliber okay, team that they're going to sure. play later on yeah. in the season. Do you feel secure with the with what Dallas put out put on the field the other day? Do you feel secure if that was Philadelphia? No, no, I don't, and that's what I'm talking about. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm. That's what I'm comparing to. Yeah, right. That's what I'm talking about. You saw that last night. I mean, Philadelphia going up against Green Bay last night. That was the same Green Bay team that came back and beat you because of your miscues. Philadelphia didn't make that. (laughs) 
I know. I, I know. I'm just having some, no, having some no, fun but here but because but I'm thinking. But, like, that, but that's the point. Two, you were the two only team. You were it the took only three team. interceptions for Philly to beat you in Philly. So maybe sure, you the, beat the them Giants, if you only throw listen, two. The Giants, <laughs> the Giants weren't capable offensively. Let's just be real, okay? They're not capable at this point in time. This Giants mm-hmm. isn't capable of playing keep away and marching down the field and keeping your defense on the field. Not they're right not, now. They're not right now. They're not. So this Giants, and I'm not taking away Dallas's win, okay? They got the dub. But that team that you just played against and that you beat and that you should have beat, they were not in a position to take advantage of their lead. Yeah. Does that make sense when I'm, what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they, were a, they were not a capable opponent in that regard of holding and maintaining and expanding upon a lead. A Philadelphia is, right? A Tampa Bay yeah. is when they're healthy. Okay? I would, I would also are... argue the fact that, that Dallas took that lead back. They, I'm not York, saying they didn't, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying the caliber. Yeah. To. I'm just saying a, a more capable offense is scares the crap out of me with those in, with Dallas in that position. That's what I'm saying. Dallas See, did what they had to do to beat the Giants. Cool. Pat right. on the back, slap them on the butt on the way by. Jason Garrett, clap. Okay, cool. But should have been a blowout though. Yeah, it should have been. Sure. But Philadelphia with that lead, mm-hmm. six points. It's only six points. And then Dallas got the ball back. At the start of the third quarter. With that lead versus Cooper Rush, you're right. Philadelphia okay. with that lead versus Dak Prescott, yeah. I don't agree. I that, feel that, that's where we're we're gonna find out. That, <laughs> sure. Hopefully, hopefully we, we don't find, find out, out that way. We hopefully out. we don't find out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm if the Cowboys play a clean game. If it's always gonna be if it's always you if, say if, if the I'm, Eagles no, play no, I'm, a clean I'm speaking game, to right? if I'm saying I'm sorry, so it's an if right. Dallas can't continue making these making these turnovers. Yeah, we agree on that. That's, 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 we, that's, we, all, that's yeah, really my point. That. Clean they, it up. They, they have to clean it up because if they continue this play yeah. into the playoffs, it'll cost them sooner or later. It would destroy them. It'll mm-hmm. cost not them just cost them. It will destroy them, and you'll be having the same sorrow offseason that you had this past year. Yeah. No, you're right. And that's the thing is the NFC is so wide open at the moment. Very much so. So wide open so. that you have an opportunity to go in. If you win the division, you're going to be the number one seed. That's plain and simple. The entire, if the season were to end right now, NFC beast. the entire NFC East is in the playoffs. Yep, I get it. All four teams. Way to go, Falcons. Philadelphia is number one. And then you've got, a, it would be the Dallas Cowboys at number five, then New York at number six, and then Washington at number seven. All four teams in the NFC East are in the playoffs. Washington's as we trying speak. to stay in our hip pocket, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. And they're, they're Atlanta, had, games. Atlanta, like Atlanta had one job. They're like Lint right now. They, they had just one job. Freaking A. Well, that just, that just sets the stage all, for the Cowboys to, to all valid points to man. end the, the Commanders' yeah. playoff hopes. All valid points. I just I just want them to start. These are decisions. Mm-hmm. These aren't just ah, just mistake or ah, it just didn't go our way. Like these are bad decisions. These, these, these the throw pin- over the middle, I agree. Yes. And then the the, the free play one was kind of a fluke. Yeah, that was a fluke. I, that was a fluke. I, I could throw that one out the window, okay? Yeah. But either way, it happened, right? But I could, even if you wanted to throw that one out the window, like the penalties, the bad decisions, yeah, bad technique, bad, 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 bad. Interception, this is recurring. Yep. This is not the first time, or this isn't just, okay, let's just disregard that. Like, we're, we've seen this multiple it's weeks the now. Third, third week. It's the yeah. third time in four weeks. Like, come on now. Penalties. Like, Stop it. But you, you do have to love how the offense is starting to come along. Penalties and miscues Kellen aside, Moore is talk about, calling yeah, he, great he's, games. He's in his bag. Yeah. Kellen is in his bag. Except for the, the freaking <laughs> reverses that he keeps doing. Yeah. Every once in a while, he gets a little frisky. All right, let's, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, every once in a while, he'll put some anchovies on that pizza. Just, just relax. Yeah. But for the most part, he's calling a magnificent game. C.D. Lamb is playing out of his Michael mind. Gallup Michael Gallup had a is, balling game. Yes. 
not only critical catches, but Amazing physical, oh. grown man. Yeah. Was, I'm bigger than you. Hands. I'm better than you. This is my ball. Period. That boy was on the jugs all You're week. You're starting to see Michael Gallup become <laughs> Michael Gallup again. CeeDee Lamb is just playing unconscious football right now, and that touchdown should have been a touchdown. Just Agreed. don't even get me started on that one. Agreed. And then you look at well, the four horsemen in the tight end room, Dalty, Ferguson, yeah. Jake Hurdleson. Yeah, Jake Hurdleson, yeah. right? Peyton Hemder shot, and then even Sean McEwen is getting in on the action. I as like well. the trajectory. Yep. Yeah. So I like the trajectory. Offense is looking great, and then not to mention. Those two guys in the backfield, Tony it, Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. It sounds like we're complaining a little bit about the the turnovers and the penalties. I am. That's nitpicking. That's all it is. Because this offense is playing better. I think the confidence level is is rising in the offense. No doubt. They well, are playing better as you get What along. we're saying is the same things that the coaches are saying. Yeah, I wouldn't, call, I wouldn't call it nitpicking so, as so much as I'd say be better identifying, in these yeah. two obvious areas. Miscues and penalties, you know you have to be better. This yeah. is not breaking news. You're hearing it. And That's the how you're going to get hurt later. Right, you're saying it. Dak is said, he said it after the game. He said we have to be better tomorrow. They understand they cannot go forward getting 10-plus penalties a game and expect this to be a Super Bowl-winning team. Yeah. And that has to be frustrating knowing that, and I'll say it again, this is a team from coaching to personnel that is a Super Bowl caliber team. But your your talent and your potential versus your willingness and discipline – those things all have to marry in order for you to, to achieve your greatness. To even get to that yeah, point. They all have to marry. Well, when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, it's time to do some helmet stickers. Who achieved that greatness against the New York Giants in week number 12 of the regular season? We'll talk about it when we come back right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweets says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys here on this Victory Monday. By the way, take some time because Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn's longtime support of service members, veterans, and their families demonstrate the salute to service tenants to honor, empower, and connect with those that preserve our freedoms. The Cowboys are proud to nominate Coach Quinn as our 2022 NFL Salute to Service Award Club nominee. Join us in making sure he becomes a finalist for this prestigious award Why? by going on and voting at NFL.com slash salute fan vote. Back here at the Star in Frisco, we've got Patrick Nosey Walker, Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam in the back, and it's time now to give out some helmet stickers. We'll start with Isaiah Stanback on this one. Isaiah, who you got? Well, I was voting for Dan Quinn real quick. You just told me to vote for Dan Quinn. I need I'm, to go on there and I'm voting and right now. As well. Just now um, voting for DQ. Uh, yeah. Get it together. I know. Uh, you can vote multiple times, I think. Oh, heck yeah. yeah All right. Uh, is my mic on? Tap, 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 tap. I can hear myself. It's on. It's on. All right, yeah, cool. you're good. So, right now, I'm going to go with the pineapple. This very studious pineapple. Let me get it off the... Dog on board here. Uh, <laughs> boom! There it is. It's got that backpack. You see that studious back? Backpack, you see that? Backpack, backpack, backpack. Who do you guys think was carrying around his backpack and was in his bag? Was it Kellen Moore? Kellen Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Kellen Moore was in his dog on bag this week. He has been in his bag for multiple weeks. I am proud of Kellen Moore and his dedication to the run. Right? And his complimentary mm. passing off of it. I like it, K. Moore. Very nice. Very nice. Patrick, who you got? Uh, you know what? It's easy to go with some of the bigger names like C.D. Lamb or, you know, Ezekiel Elliott had a fantastic day as well. Going I'm going to go with the Angry Strawberry. Angry Strawberry. Is that for, Brian, is that for Brian Angry? Angry Strawberry goes to Jake Ferguson. Ferg? Fergie, baby. Fergie fought through injury to return to the game on two separate occasions and then ended up hurtling Pinnock. And so why a strawberry, you ask? Because Pinnock drew the straw to try to tackle Ferguson and got buried. Mm. Oh! In your face. There we go. Got buried. Got buried in mm. your face. Jake uh, Hurdleson. I like it. That uh, One of my favorite plays and favorite celebrations that I've seen of the Cowboy Whack-a-mole. season. Uh, both came from the tight end room because of the the hurdle yeah. from Jake Ferguson, and, and then you turn time. around and you had the the whole time. Oh man, so shout good. out to and the tight ends, man. Yeah, they are. They've got some creativity in their celebration. I've got a cupcake. It's got a blueberry on it right there. Healthy. It's the closest thing I've got to. Uh, <laughs> it's a healthy cupcake. To a. Uh, I don't even know. Go ahead, I don't know. Go I don't ahead. Know how Come to on, add. it's nope. a healthy cupcake. It is a healthy cupcake. <laughs> I'm not allowed to eat these cupcakes right now. I'm trying to get right for the wedding. Oh, I'm going to give it to Leighton Vander Esch. Leighton, it was it was pretty sweet to see him out there so playing good. like he was. See I think I think he deserves a lot of credit. He's had a good season so far. He continues to play well. He's leading what he can in the uh, in the defensive side of the football, and he's stepping up and he's hitting. Man. Did he outperform his brother from another mother? Who was that? Jalen. Yeah. Well, Jalen was Jalen actually off, had a pretty good Jalen played. 
Well, actually, I, I, was I, was good. I saw a swipe. I didn't see a, a howl. There was a howl. There, there was, was a howl. A howl. Oh, yeah, there, okay. yeah, there were a couple howls. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but yeah, the the swipe early in the game on the fourth and one, which, mm. by the way, didn't love that decision. Mm. Yeah, you, you saw it in studio. Mm-hmm. I was like, nope, 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 nope. don't like it, don't, don't like, like it. it and then it didn't get it. Yeah, that could have been bad. Uh, I wanted – so before we wrap up, I wanted to set this up for later in the week. Oh, this is somber? No, it's a good thing. Oh, okay. We've been talking about this for quite some time, and I think it's finally time to do it. Uh-oh. Nicknames. It's time to give the defense a nickname. Oh, you're ready. It's time to do it. I've heard some things kind of floating around, like the underdogs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I don't think this defense is full of underdogs. I really don't. This no, defense no. is loaded. So I want to give some. I want to give this defense a nickname. We don't have to do it right this second. This is for later in the week. We're going to do it on Friday. You sure? We're going to do okay. it on Say It With Your Chest Friday. Mm. We are in Let's week go. 13 Let's of the season. Go. It's been plenty of Let's time. Go. Plenty of time for this defense to show us they have some weak spots. Eh, they can struggle against the run at times. But guess what? This defense is still nasty. Absolutely nasty. And of course, I'm not going with Doomsday 2.0. Nothing no, like that. No. This is this is a defense that deserves its own nickname. Mm-hmm. So, fans out there, I want you to give us every single nickname you could potentially have. Anything. Throw us all these suggestions. The best ones. We're gonna sit down on Thursday and we're gonna find some of the best ones to to feature on Talking Cowboys on Friday. Okay. So I want the fans to just just flood our inboxes. He's at Isaiah Stanback. I am Stanback on Twitter. He's at Voice of the Star. Patrick Nosey Walker on Twitter. I'm at Kyle underscore Yeomans. Flood our inboxes all week long. I don't care if you're listening to this podcast on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or even Friday. Give me. Send them all in. Mm, I want your best bills. nickname for the Dallas defense, and I want you to just flood it. Okay? Flood it. Thank so this is a, a homework assignment for the fans, and if of course we get get a fan that puts in a great a, uh, acceptance, a great great nickname, we may even give this helmet out at the end of the year. Oh, oh. with the helmet stickers oh, on it boy. and everything. Oh man, you hear that, yep. ladies and gentlemen? We're gonna give this helmet away potentially. So Tap in. let's let's see what's going on. Let's see what's happening. I want you to come up with a nickname too. Oh, you I want you to come up mine. with a nickname. You Patrick? sure you want me? You, you know, know I'm pretty creative, mine. Kyle. You are creative, which is why I want you to do it. Hey, y'all hit me on IG, man, because I don't be on the Twitter. Yeah, y'all the Twitter boys. Yeah. Well, I'll see. Well, you, you, I'll see. You'll peek your head in and tap light. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tap in. Yeah, you'll tap light and, then <laughs> and, and yeah, get back out of there. Your mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and get out of there. Get in so, and get out. Go ahead, send us all those suggestions. We're going to do it on Friday, so we'll remind you throughout the week as well. But I'm going to win. Set that up. Are you going to win? You're going to win it? I'm definitely going to win it. Not hardly, my friend. We'll see how it goes. Uh, By the way, I'm only going to say this to the Talking Cowboys crew because um, I don't – there's a lot of stuff that still has to work out between now and then, but I want to make sure that it's out there. Mm. Isaiah and I are going to be doing the live pre- and post-game show from the stadium this Mm. week. Oh, yes. From the stadium. Yeah, they're letting us out the house. So They're letting us out the house. We're going to be at AT AT&T. Hey, y'all better come through and represent. I don't care if y'all got to buy the tickets that just allow you on the doggone lookout post. Y'all come represent and hold it down because we're going to be out there getting after it. You know what I mean? If I see a Talking Cowboys sign out there, I'm going to lose it. We're going out there to talk to them. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. For everybody that has a Talking Cowboys sign at the pregame show, you got, we're going to come holla at y'all. Make no, it yeah, personally. absolutely. Make it happen. Yeah, so pregame show, it'll be a, it'll be, we'll be out there probably like 4 o'clock, 5 yeah. o'clock. So 
we'll give like you that. more info. Show will start at seven. In the building. Uh, or at six, rather, because the game starts at seven. Is but the Washington State flag going to be there? Yeah, if, that'd if be great. A, no, if there's a Washington State flag, Wazoo I will flag in the background, it baby. In the freaking pond. <laughs> Did y'all win? <laughs> Did we win? <laughs> Barely. Never, I don't we're like know. number nine in the nation right kind, now, sir. I don't watch any of the Pac-12 the stuff. So. What? In the yeah. beginning, looked what? Kind of hairy. Yeah. And you can't, you can't use it because you saw what, what happened this weekend what do you with guys the rankings. Ranked? What do y'all rank? One. One? That's what's up. Yeah, his, okay. uh, he's right got there. the Georgia go, Bulldogs. Right there. right there. Don't ask my we team. We got a new head coach. Hey, my team's going to the we conference championship game, though. We got a new head coach and we're top team. Yeah, don't ask to defend the chaps with their ranked. One. Wait till we get our recruiting class. Your team's top ten. Your team's number one. My team's going to the Conference USA title game, baby. In so your it's face. a good week for college football and talking Go Cowboys. Dogs. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey, Walker, we'll see you tomorrow. More Talking Cowboys here from the Star in Frisco. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!